This is episode number 324 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hi, friends. It's Jessie. I wanted to take a quick minute of your time to invite you to my free live Strong in 20 workout that is happening on Tuesday, February 13th. You can grab your spot now. Go to the link in today's show notes or head straight to jessiemundal.com slash complete and you will get your spot for the Strong in 20 workout. This is a targeted pelvic floor and full body strength training session tailored to pregnancy, postpartum, perimenopause, and menopause. So if you are in any of those stages or phases in your body, please join us for Strong in 20. I'm going to take you through a full length workout to show you what core, pelvic floor, and full body strength training looks like and feels like to give you optimal function in the body through these stages of time. So join me, Strong in 20, free live workout session happening on February 13th. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. And Anita Lambert. So today we are talking about what to do if you find you are leaking urine leaking pee during a workout and we're going to focus on strength training exercise for today because I'm biased and that's my favorite so <laughs> let's talk about strength training <laughs> okay so this is for what to do in the moment so you're doing a set of deadlifts let's say and on your pull Say you're pulling a barbell off the floor, pulling a kettlebell or dumbbells off the floor, and you feel like, oh, you just leaked a little bit. Maybe you leaked a lot. What do you do in that moment? Okay, so first up, I recommend to my clients to just stop, take a break, take a minute. Because what I find is that people can get very nervous or in their heads or tight in their bodies after they have leaked because they get kind of scared. They're embarrassed. They don't want to do it again. They're worried like something's wrong with their body. They did something to maybe hurt themselves or break themselves. So first, just like stop and take a second. Do you find people get in their heads about this too? Yes. And I think to go along with that, when you get in your head about whether it's leaking pee or any symptom, usually your whole body tenses up and that almost can increase the sim uh, symptoms that are happening. So I would agree it can be good. A good option is to kind of just stop, take a break, reset, 
um, before continuing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so stop, take a break. And if you feel like you need to go one step further, add some breathing and or mobility work in. And this could be as simple as, you know, lying on your side and doing five nice diaphragmatic or core breaths on one side, rolling to the other side, doing another five nice, slow, big breaths. You could do a set of cat-cow. You could do a set of thread the needle or whatever mobility exercise you like, enjoy, and feels good for your body. And really, like Anita was saying, the purpose of stopping, taking a break, adding some breath or mobility in here is just to calm the body, calm the brain, and just allow your nervous system to take a little bit of a chill and to get us out of this spiraling that something is bad and something is wrong. And I think that's what, hopefully, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know from Anita and I that we don't think leaking is bad. You haven't done anything wrong. Your pelvic floor is not shitty, okay? You are fine. Your pelvic floor is probably very likely fine and strong and capable. And we probably just need to remind ourselves of that in this moment as well, too. Okay, so we stopped taking a break from that set. We've done some breathing, we've done some mobility, and then I recommend you just hop back in and you retest that movement exactly as you were doing it because we're just going to see what happens from here. Do you mm -hmm. like that strategy? Yeah, I think it's good. It's like retest it because it could also be fatigue um, depending where you are in your workout or what you did before your workout. So I think retest it exactly the same way. Um, and then I know after we'll talk about kind of a, making some other adjustments, but I think that is good because if you do the same thing the same way and you don't leak, then you know it was just there were other factors involved um, versus necessarily having to change the strategy you're using. Yeah. And that's the thing about leaking and all pelvic floor symptoms and sensations is that it's usually bigger than just the pelvic floor isolated alone. There's more to pelvic floor symptoms than only like how well was your pelvic floor contracting during that rep of the deadlift. So, okay, let's say you retest the movement. You do another two reps of the deadlift and you notice you're leaking again. So then what we coach our clients through and teach our certification students through our pre and postnatal online certifications is to use the WAIT acronym. So W-A-I-T. And this is if you decide you need to adjust or modify something. So we're not going to throw the deadlifts away. We want to try to continue that movement, continue that exercise, but we're going to adjust. So the WAIT acronym, the W stands for whole body. The A is alignment or body position. The I is inhales and exhales, and the T is tension. So we are just going to play and modulate any of these things. So for example, if we use the W whole body in terms of this deadlift example, we're really going to think when we lift that barbell off the floor next time, we're using and engaging the whole body through this movement. 
we're not just pulling with the arms to try to get the weight off the floor. So whole body. For the A, alignment or body position, maybe we adjust the body position in some way. Maybe on the pull, we have started to scoot too far forward into the front of the toes. Maybe the bar is floating away from the legs. So the adjustment we're going to make is that we're going to pull the bar tighter to the legs and really sit back into those hips as we go to pull the next rep. Inhales and exhales, we can simply just try to change the breathing in some way. So maybe you start your exhale breath before you even start pulling the bar off the floor. Or maybe you are going to do a slight breath hold at the moment you pull the bar off the floor. There's so many ways that we can adjust the breathing. So just know we can keep playing with this to try to find what's best for you. And then lastly, the T is tension. So we're gonna play with the amount of tension that we are holding, not just in the pelvic floor and say the abdomen, but the tension that we are holding in the whole body. And often what I find so important, especially for leaking, is that we really wanna think about spreading the tension through the whole body or further away from the pelvic floor. So not just gripping, tightening, or lifting in the pelvic floor and the abs, but using tension of the whole body. So the lats, the back, the shoulders, the hamstrings, the glutes, the whole shebang to try to get the whole body involved in this lift. So that's our WAIT acronym, W-A-I-T. But if that doesn't work, and normally what I will say is something in here will work. 99% of the time, there's something in here with just these small adjustments that can change the experience of how this feels, of how the pelvic floor is going to respond. But if that doesn't, only then do I move to adjusting the volume. So let's say how many reps we're doing. So if you're always leaking after that second rep in a row, then let's do singles. Let's pull then reset, take a break, pull, reset, take a break. We can adjust the load. So how much weight you're actually lifting or how much weight you have on the bar. Do we need to take some weight off? Do we need to put some weight on? Because sometimes that can actually be helpful for people. And then lastly, we can adjust the tempo. So how fast or how slowly you are doing that movement. Mm -hmm. I think it's helpful to know right because there it's so often I feel we're told and it is instinctual too of like if you're having symptoms with a movement I should stop because my body can't handle whatever this movement is but I find that the weight acronym and then the last part you talked about too with volume low tempo it just really is empowering when you are doing these movements and if you are feeling symptoms there are different things you can adjust and like Jess said I find this with my clients as well that oftentimes we can change those symptoms by making some adjustments. Yeah, I was recently just getting some feedback from a client that they were having back pain with an exercise and they were like, can you give me a modification for that movement? And I was like, no, but what we can do is adjust how you're doing the movement and see if we can get that back pain to chill out. Like we have so many tools that we can use to try to keep that movement 
that exercise in while taking the symptom away or reducing the symptom as much as possible. Okay, so quick recap, what to do if you're leaking during a workout. So first up, just stop, take a break, just allow yourself to get a bit of space from the thing that you were doing, especially if you feel like you're getting nervous, tight, scared. Second, add some breathing and mobility work in. Again, if you're feeling like your body just needs to move in a different way before you go back to that thing, breathe, move gently at a low level, then retest the movement from there. And let's see what happens. Best case scenario, you're going to be totally fine. No leaking occurs on your next reps or sets. But if you still need some adjustments after that point, if you find you're leaking again, no stress. This is where we're going to put those modifications in. So the weight acronym, whole body, alignment body position, inhales, exhales, tension. And if it doesn't work from there, we can adjust the volume, load, tempo. But again, super confident that you're going to find something in there to chill this leaking out. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 